Welcome back to another installment, my little truffle hunters. And on today's episode, I'll give you my finished opinions on uh, You Season 4. I just, within the last 30 minutes, finished Part 2 of Season 4. And boy, was it a doozy. Okay, so... You end up finding out, I think... By the third episode of part two of season four, that the Eat the Rich Killer is a splintered figment of Joe Goldberg, aka Will Bettelheim, aka Professor, I can't remember his third or second alias, possibly third. No one knows for sure. Maybe Joe Goldberg isn't even Joe Goldberg. But you find out that Reese Montrose is not the Eat the Rich Killer. He, some, for some weird reason, his, uh, basically his psyche fractured. And uh, he's, uh, by, by this point, an extremely psychotic person. I have to tip my hat to them in that big reveal that uh, Joe had manufactured this personality i mean i guess the mind can only stretch so far before it snaps and that is unfortunately what has happened to young joseph is that his mind has completely snapped he's gone cuckoo fucking bananas and it is tragic to watch because for all of Part one of season four, we were being led to believe that he was being set up for these murders. See, I was expecting the twist to be that Reese Montrose somehow was uh, Joe's long lost brother, you know, long lost, not long lost, long lost brother, half brother. Uh, I figured if they went that route, they'd explain explain it away with some daffy soap opera bullshit um but no instead they clued us in that not only is reese montrose not the fucking eat the rich killer but that he doesn't have a single strand of a connection to joe goldberg aka professor i'm not a murderer uh the moment where you see joe for reasons you know, well, by this point, people who've watched the show already know Joe's tasked with killing Reese Montrose by his girlfriend's father, who's equally as dark. And Joe accidentally, in the in the in the throes of using military military test, testicular torture, he goes too far and kills Reese Montrose. And and then the and then another Reese Montrose pops up, and for a second I thought they were gonna get really daffy and be like, "Oh, you got rid of my twin brother for me, thank you. Now I can take over and blah blah." But no, they fucking full on develop that Joe, very much alike. Dexter Morgan has a dark passenger 
Whereas Dexter Morgan's Dark Passenger is just him creating that that entity to explain away his murderous behavior. Joe legitimately has a dark passenger, a splinter of his own mind that's broken off and done, you know, nefarious shit. Uh, I feel like once the... Once the reveal was made at the end of part one, the characters, at least for me, I stopped giving a shit about the rich people. Not that I necessarily cared about any of the rich little fuckering yuppie Brits, whatever the fuck. Um, But I cared even less. I don't know why. I just didn't care as much for them after the reveal was made. And then by the time you get to the the reveal reveal that that uh Joseph Goldberg aka Will Bettelheim is the eat the rich killer i mean which honestly some of us who've watched his show forever kind of saw it coming a little bit i thought it was a fresh take i'm i'm not super down with making these you know they did this with Dexter too where they had him hunting after other killers and it's kind of like it's not gonna redeem you bro but but where dexter is different is that while he was a serial killer the people that he killed were also murderers whereas joe goldberg just loves you know this is me with sarcasm just loves a woman so hard that all of her closest allies and even her at a certain point end up dead full sarcasm I don't mean that as defensive, you know, or as a joke. I'm being sarcastic. Joe Joe Goldberg is is an obsessive, almost compulsive murderer who murders for tedious feelings. Um, I think after they kind of made the reveal, like it kind of fell into... Things, you know, like they even say it, they go meta at a certain point. And the woman that plays Marianne, which Marianne, you find out that Joe snapped, you know, his alternate personality, Reese Montrose, I guess, uh, or Eat the Rich Killer, had Marianne locked in a, a glass box, just like so many other innocent victims of Joe's. Only she got away. She is the only one to have ever gotten away. Um, I just felt like I could kind of understand why they split this season in two, because it was structurally, you know, everything is building up to the reveal, the secret identity of the Etheridge killer. And I feel like once they got to that point, the writing became a little bit run-of-the-mill. This is you. We're now in season four. Like, the the trope can only go so far. I feel kind of like some of the writing was backslidey. Um, there is a mention when Joe's girlfriend's dad, you know, because after he kills Reese Montrose, Joe, by this point, like, it, it, it really takes a dark turn. There's some fucked up 
mental psychology shit involved with this this part two of season four. But essentially, what I have surmised is that by the end of season four, part two, Joe is a full-blown murderer. Like, he's no longer, you know, he's... So far, he has the woman that he loves, and he's willing to do anything. But how many times have we seen, you know, this is four four seasons of the series. How many times have we seen, you know, for, for God's sakes, he fucking killed love. Um, and the last we saw them, when the season ended, they were happy, they were blissful. Like, Joe Goldberg, a.k.a. Will Bettelheim, he doesn't, he never seemed like somebody who was content he's happy with the idea of being happy but he can't be happy actually being happy if that makes any sense only only people who enjoy being miserable will understand what i just said i feel but i mean i don't know they're kind of scuttlebutting saying season five might be the last season i ideally like what they did with barry and what they've done with uh, the revival of the dexter show is i would like to see joe get caught that's the only way, you know, he can roam half the world wishing for atonement and that he's going to get that. But the only way to atone is to end up like Barry where you're incarcerated or end up like Dexter Morgan, a.k.a. Jim Lindsay, um, dying in the snow in a small town far, far outside of New York. You shouldn't be, you know... A happy ending. Like, I enjoy this show because it is something inventive. But never mistake me reviewing these seasons or any of this kind of material. I do not get down or boogie with people who kill other people. There is never a reason. It's maybe one or two reasons. I have kids. I'm different. But... Theoretically, especially when it comes to people who don't want you. You don't kill a woman because she doesn't love you the way that you think she, the way that you think you love her. You let her fucking go. You don't kill the people she's fucking, you know, none of that. I've never been a fan. I, I find characters like this interesting, but it does not mean that I am sympathetic towards them. And I feel like... So the end of the season, end of part two, wraps with Joe back in the Big Apple. And it's all very uh, poetic, if you ask me. New York is where we were first introduced to Joe, someone who three seasons ago is a far cry from the fucking sociopath that you see staring at you. And it's interesting that when he's staring out over, I can't remember the name of the park, but he's staring out over the skyline of New York and you see his alter ego, the Eat the Reach killer that he created to deal with just spiraling more and more downward. Um, it's poetic if we started the series in New York and we end. It comes full circle. And that way, you know, um, all of his horrible misdeeds can come back to light. Uh, I don't see things ending whether they end season five or they go on beyond that, I don't see things ending in a positively gleaming light for Joseph 
Goldberg Quinn, a.k.a. Will Bettelheim, a.k.a. Mr. Professor, I am definitely not a murderer. Uh, I don't remember if I gave, and I, and I left quite a few tiddlywinks out, but I, like I said, I feel like by the time uh, that we got to part two and like, you know, a couple episodes in to the end of the season, the side characters and side plots and whatnot, like none of that matter. There's a whole side plot with Lady Phoebe and her douchebag uh, boyfriend who likes to get pissed on by waiting staff. There's there's so much that happens, but it, like I said, I feel like the writing has it's become, you know, by the end of the season, at least for me, my laser focus was on Joe and Jonathan Moore, that's his his second, uh, a.k.a. Yeah, my my laser focus was on Joe, a.k.a. Will Bettelheim, a.k.a. Jonathan Moore. Uh, I ceased to care, especially after you figure out, like, figure out, figure out what's really going on. They kind of fade into the background and aren't as... Entertaining. I mean, I love the accents and whatnot, but who seriously wants to sit around and listen to rich people, whether they're from the States or across the pond, complain about their problems? Because to normal people, I guess, rich people problems are just like, oh, can't you just throw money at that? Like, I thought that's what your guys' superpower was, kind of just throwing money at shit and treating people poorly. Wouldn't call the second one a superpower, but you guys probably laugh at it. Yeah, I I didn't give a fuck about the snobby pricks, you know. But as an overall, especially with the their continued evolution, where by the end of the season, Joe admits to himself he stops hiding, you know, putting down the false pretenses about being a good person, a noble knight. He admits that he's a murderer and he's good at murdering and he will murder again for, you know, the right reasons or causes or whatnot. Um, I look forward to seeing what happens in season five of you. And I'm going to give this, like I said, towards the end of the season, it got a little bit samey in terms of, okay, now we're just, you know, Joe's in crunch time. What is he going to do to get out of this one? So I'm going to give it... I'll give it three thumbs up. It wasn't a bad season overall. It started out strong, but unfortunately, like I said, they need to really do something to change the formula up because the writing remains the same, especially by the end of the season. It's Joseph or whatever his AKA is at the time uh, going into crunch time, you know, buzzer, time clocks in overtime. What are we going to do to get the next point to win type of shit? It's kind of... Becomes a little predictable. I'd love to see them change it up, but still not a bad season overall. Each season somehow manages to be somewhat better, a little better than the season that preceded it. It's the funny thing about this series is that each season outdoes the season previously by just a nidge and a smudge. And as it were, Truffle Hunters, that is the end of today's episode um i appreciate you taking time to let me into your life and let me sometimes spit nothing but solid golden eardrums 
but most of the other times just talking bullshit out of the side of my neck. I appreciate you appreciating me, appreciating you supporting me. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.